Chapter Six of the Cowardly Lion of Oz by Ruth Plummy Thompson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Six, The Seven Doors. As Bob and Notta came closer, they noticed that each door had a brass plate nailed on the center panel, engraved with various names and instructions. Keep out! Directed one shortly. Well, that surely cannot be the right one exclaimed the clown moving hastily to the next don't waken the baby advised the second door so notta and bob tiptoed carefully past this way to the dorms no admittance till february said the third door and it's only may now we cannot possibly wait that long notta took off his hat and made the door a polite bow besides he explained to Bob, who was slowly spelling out the words on the fourth door, Dorms stand for dormitories, and dormitories stand for sleep. Who wants to sleep? King Theodore the Third said the fourth door. Phew, whistled Notta, another king. Come away, Bob Up. I don't trust these king chaps at all. The Queen, announced the plate on the fifth door proudly, Adora the first. No one without a title need apply. Well, we may not be earls, but we're early, chuckled Notta, winking at Bob. They hurried curiously to the sixth door. Push, said the plate. But would that be wise? ruminated Notta, rubbing his forehead anxiously. Let's try the last door, Bob. Don't try me too much or I'll fall on your head, wheezed a disagreeable voice. Haven't you anything better to do than go trying poor hard-working doors? After a talking sign, Notta and Bob should not have been surprised, but they were simply astonished, and for a moment could do nothing but stare. This door answers itself said a plate on the seventh and strangest of all the strange doorways no bread no ice no milk and if you're selling brushes you might as well go at once continued the door sulkily we don't need any we're not interrupted notta in a slightly choked voice we just want to get in what for asked the door stubbornly is it a door matter have you cards of admission we're hunting Dorothy and the Cowardly Lion, volunteered Bob timidly. Hm, a likely story, sniffed the door, looking contemptuously from one to the other. But what could one expect of people with curly ears? We have not curly ears, cried Bob, stamping his foot indignantly. Don't argue, said the door stiffly. How's your temper, long or short? It rolled its wooden knob-eyes inquiringly at Notta. "'What's that got to do with our getting in?' asked the clown impatiently. "'Short,' muttered the door triumphantly to itself. "'No, you'd better stay out, I think. Her Highness is very slammish today, and the last time I let strangers in she nearly twisted my knob off. Ah, that's the trouble around here. When anything goes wrong, everybody slams the door.' Sometimes I almost wish I were a sofa cushion. I wish you were myself, frowned the clown, for then I'd toss you out of the way instead of wasting my breath here. Are you going to let us in or not? Not, 
snapped the door, rattling its knob vindictively, and I don't care a slam what you wish. Bob, said Notta, turning his back on the door, did you ever hear anything like that? Let's try number two. I'd rather risk waking a baby than trying to argue with a door that answers itself. I'm not afraid of babies, said Bob, following manfully. The knob of number two turned easily, and the door swung open with such a rush that both Notta and Bob fell through. At the first glimpse of that baby, Notta clapped his hand over Bob's mouth, and, rising with quaking knees, pulled him toward the door, for, you see, it was a baby dragon, a snoring, roaring baby dragon, as long and heavy as a freight train. It gave a shrill whistle and snort as the door slammed shut, and Notta and Bob sat down in a weak heap. "'Baby!' choked the clown, rubbing his eyes, which were full of dragon smoke. <laughs> "'Well, if that's the baby, preserve me from the rest of the family.' "'Will it come after us?' shuddered Bob in a frightened whisper. "'How do you like our little daughter?' The seventh door looked sideways at the two and chuckled wickedly. <laughs> "'Still want to get in?' "'Certainly,' said Notta, turning a dozen cartwheels to relieve his nervousness. "'But not that way.' He winked reassuringly at Bob. "'Before I do anything else, I must put on my disguise. No wonder things are going so badly.' "'Don't you think you look silly enough?' wheezed the door rudely as the clown drew on disguise number three. Notta paid no attention to this remark, but, turning his back, struggled hastily into number three. Even Bob felt reassured, for this time Notta was disguised as a bear, a huge and terrible-looking bear. Grasping Bob's hand, he rushed at the door marked push with such a ferocious growl that number seven shook like a leaf. "'Oh, my hinges!' chattered the door. "'That went through me like a sword.' But immediately afterward it broke into derisive laughter, for no sooner had Notta and Bob pushed number six than number six pushed back, and so hard that the two went flying into a clump of blueberry bushes. "'That's the doorway to treat em, brother,' roared Seven, and Notta picked himself up and straightened his bearskin. Hm, "'Now some people,' muttered the clown, helping Bobby out of the bushes and shaking his paw at the door, "'some people would be discouraged. But no more side-shows, Bob. Let's try the Queen's door. If we're to be thrown out, it might as well be done royally.' There was a silver bell on the Queen's door, and Notta rang it quickly before either of them had time to change their minds. For a moment nothing at all happened. Then the doorknob disappeared. But horrors! Next instant it shot out, seizing the two in a terrible clutch and dragged them through the keyhole. Yes, it really did. Not only had they been pulled through the keyhole, but they felt as if they had been pulled through the keyhole. Even Notta had nothing to say. He just lay on his back and panted. Whether the keyhole had stretched as they went through, or whether they had shrunk, I cannot say. 
I only know that they went through somehow and were on the other side of the queen's door. Cards, please. A doorman in a handsome blue satin uniform was leaning over them. Are you deaf? he asked angrily. Are you dumb? He thumped Nada on the head with his silver card plate. Neither, groaned the clown. What do you want? Your titles, snapped the doorman, looking nervously over his shoulder. As he did so, a vase, three books, and a pair of fire-tongs struck the wall just above his head. Oh, the queen is in a fury. Whatever shall I do next? He mumbled to himself, dropping the silver plate and then picking it up again. Let's run, said Bob, pressing close to Notta. But the clown had already recovered his spirits and was fumbling in his pockets under his bearskin. There you are. He calmly dropped two large buttons on the doorman's plate. Just lead us to Her Majesty at once. Someone's been at the jam again, quavered the doorman without looking at the buttons. Oh, the queen's in a fury, a fury, a fury. At each fury he gave a little hop. You said that before, observed Notta, looking around curiously. A fury, a fury, a fury, persisted the doorman, continuing to hop, and as each hop carried him further away he was soon out of sight. Wait, cried Notta, lumbering after him, for his disguise made him clumsy. Wait, cried Bob Up, running after Notta. Down the long hall they both ran, and, turning suddenly, found themselves in a large, impressive throne room. The entire wall space was taken up by doors of every size and shape imaginable, and before each door stood a doorman similar to the one they had already seen. In the center of the room were two magnificent thrones. On the first sat a large, handsome queen, and on the second a small, nervous king. The king's crown was entirely made of china doorknobs, mounted on gold bars, while the queen's was made of many gold door-keys. The queen was looking at the buttons as Bob and Notta entered. Mm, buttons? hissed Her Majesty contemptuously. What do buttons stand for? Us, Your Highness replied Notta, bowing as low as his disguise would permit, and drawing Bob forward. The king twiddled his thumbs and recited, B stands for buttons, and B stands for bears, B stands for buttons, and boy, bring two chairs. Nonsense, thundered the queen. The doorman hastily brought two chairs, and Bob and Notta sat down. I think he'll appreciate rule, too, whispered Notta. He's quite polite himself. Theodore, said the queen, her face beginning to work curiously. Theodore, I do believe they stole the jam. Bears and little boys are always stealing jam. And what right have they here without titles? Where are their titles? Adorable queen, said the clown, half rising and pointing with his paw to the buttons. Those are the badges of our order. We belong, Your Highness, to the ancient and honorable order of bachelors, 
and are at present lords of all we survey do you believe that the queen turned and squarely faced the king no said theodore emphatically turning to squarely face the queen how could i when there is no such place where is this all we survey he asked sternly is it in oz Notto was so surprised at the sudden turn the conversation had taken that he sat down with a thump. "'He's a dorm!' screeched the queen, her voice rising higher and higher. "'He's a dorm! That's what he is!' "'What's a dorm?' gasped Bob, so surprised that he forgot to be frightened. "'A dorm is an animal that lies dormant in cold weather like a bear or a possum, my dear Buttons.' explained the king shaking his finger at bob but he's got no business here now i see it all panted the queen beginning to wave her arms he didn't come here to sleep but to steal theodore he has stolen the jam the king wagged his head from side to side as he repeated this verse he's come without a reason and quite out of season i agree with you ma'am he has stolen the jam put out your tongue commanded the queen waving a bunch of keys at notta this notta was unable to do for his bare head had no tongue you see shrilled the queen triumphantly he is afraid to put out his tongue slammer she called turning to a huge doorman who stood behind the throne what is the punishment for door jam stealing the doorman whisked a little book from his pocket and after flipping over a number of pages read in a high nasal voice anyone caught stealing the queen's door jam shall have his knob twisted and every door in the kingdom slammed on him besides how fearfully unhealthy muttered notta rising to protest his innocence but the queen waved him back and banging her keys on the arm of her throne called loudly slammer carry out the sentence slammer immediately blew a sharp whistle and every doorman in the room sprang toward the trembling notta stop cried bob doubling up his fists he didn't steal your old jam tain't a bear at all it's notta notta gasped the king rubbing his watery blue eyes and leaning forward not a bear puffed the clown hastily snatching off his bare head just as the first of the doormen grasped him by the shoulders end of chapter six